Hello, it's another edition of the Potter's Podcast. We won Saturday, obviously, great results, 2-0. Is it looking up? Well, it's looking up, but we back-to-back wins, we haven't done it for nearly three years. Is that how long it is? It's been a long time, yeah, talking back in the prep. Probably Mark Hughes, wasn't it? Lambert didn't do it. Yeah, I think Hughes probably did it, didn't see a couple yeah, so of times. It might have been longer than three years, because it's a long time since we won back-to-back games. That's how miserable it's been, isn't it? I know, yeah, that's how depressing <laughs> it's been. But saying that, great results. Started off well. First off, all Stoke, pretty much all Stoke. Tyrese Campbell, 16th minute, put it away beautifully. Yeah, I think um, I think he deserved his second as well. I mean, obviously he took a shot. He's gone to ground. He's got back up, and it is a great block towards the end. But to be honest, mate, I think we could have been out of sight half time. We played well again. Joe we? Allen had a great chance, didn't he? Oh yeah, he had a great chance as well, yeah. I mean, it should, to be fair, it should have been 3-0 at half time. Yeah. I mean, Tyrese Campbell was unlucky with that chance when he went through one-on-one, good save. I, I think it was, it was a good performance all round. I think we played well. I mean, the back two really impressed me, Carter Vickers and Danny Bat. Even though we've been slagging Danny Bat since the start of the season. That always happens to me though. I've slagged players up and then they're great. Yeah. I slag them off for a couple of weeks and then they come and play the best game they've played. Well, I did, to be honest. I slagged him off for a while but now, since he's been with Carter Vickers an Indian left back he's looking good he's looking very good in fact yesterday he was a brick wall at the back every time like balls were coming in he was he was like overriding people running in get the head in yeah. boot it away and stuff and that was pleasing the defensive display really because Fulham were a good side and they didn't really I never they had one or two didn't they decent chances but not some teams have come down Stoke this season and they could get an full. Well, and it just didn't look like that yesterday. It got to about an hour in, and I thought they haven't got it in them. Get past us, they can't break us down. Well, I mean, to be fair to them, I mean, Fulham completely out past us yesterday. Possession was seventy nine percent Fulham. They had ten shots, four on target, uh, twelve fouls. I mean, it looked like that we got a hell of a lot more fouls because the referee was one of the most biased referees I've seen for a while. Uh, two yellow cards and they had six corners but like I say didn't, to be fair though two of them four chances on targets were headed straight at the goalkeeper yeah. that one from Bobby Reid and that one from uh, what's it, Mitrovic and they yeah. went straight to his hands yeah. but to be honest I can't, I've been very impressed with Adam Federici to be honest yeah I mean he hasn't I don't think he really got tested much yesterday but he just seems more I think everybody seems more relaxed for them and go yeah they do yeah so it, it, it surprised me because when we brought in Davies I thought well well he'll be alright he'll be in the, in the first team he'll be in the golf club won't he playing well yeah. <laughs> he's training once a week but now he's, he's become number one yeah really yeah. yeah well the thing is if he's working hard and training and he's, and he's warranted being on the pitch so fair enough well he got, his, he got a clean sheet yesterday and you, you don't drop him until he makes a mistake for me I asked the Stoke fans today on uh, Facebook uh, and Twitter, sorry, uh, who they thought was going to be, who they thought was their preferred number one, and who was the man who was going to be. And basically, Federici absolutely walked it, absolutely walked it today. He walked it with seventy-two percent, twenty-eight went with Jack. Nobody voted for Davies because we don't even know if he's a goalkeeper <laughs> at the moment. Do we? Is he still at Stoke? <laughs> you might as well load him out, really. I will be honest though with the performance yesterday. Second off. For a long time, we looked like we were sat back. Yeah, I, I think that's probably nerves as well, isn't it? I mean, at the end of the day, I know we won, we won against Swansea, but I think the fans are crying out for a win at home as well. It, regardless, of well, we haven't seen a good performance at home for a no, while. Have we? It, not Forest, really. Yeah, and, and the thing is, I know obviously we've only just come off the bottom of the table, aren't we? But mm. it's got to keep going now, hasn't it? 
I think it will. I mean, they, they look really strong. The, the yeah. problem is that, like I said before, I mean, if Taris Campbell can keep tucking away little chances here and there, because Lee Gregory, I'm sorry, but he's, he's still the same problem with me. He's just not going to take enough chances. I mean, he played well yesterday again, no no question about it. I mean, he created that chance for Hogan. But is he creating space for Campbell? Well, that's what the Because is that a good, a good little team-up where, because he's running his heart out, Gregory, are they tracking Gregory going, keep tracking him, he's going up and then he's leaving so much space? Because that's the thing with Taris. If you give him half a yard, he'll punish you. Well, it was like his, reserves, he did that. Well, it was like his chance yesterday. I mean, he, he was out was of nothing, really. He just yeah. ball up the top and he just ran through and put it away. I mean, the defender did look like he'd forgot where he was. <laughs> did a little bit of wet behind him. What's he doing here? But, yeah, the, the thing is, if that's the sort of striker he is. He's going to get in behind, he's going to run, and, and he needs that space. And sometimes you need somebody else to, they'll follow him. If, if you look like you're going to pass to somebody sometimes, you don't need to. Just let the, let it look let it look like you're going to pass the ball to Gregory, and he's not. He's just a tracker, he's just running. Yeah, just running. And then and all it's doing is moving them out the way in different directions. I think that's what you've got to do, aren't you? Gregory's got to get him in positions where all he does is finish. That's yeah. What he's to, that's what he's got to do, really. I guess so. I don't think it would look too bad when he come on either. I don't, to be fair, I, I I was a bit annoyed when we signed Hogan, but like, like watching him now, he, he actually he, he looks all right. He looks a decent player, Hogan. To be yeah. fair, got the penalty well. You know, got that touch round. You know, if that was something like a bit of Campbell or something, he probably would have had a shot and missed it or something. But you know, he got he drew the penalty and got it, yeah. which we needed at that point because I had a bad feeling Fulham were going to get a penalty off that ref or. Or they were going yeah, to score because they were controlling everything, weren't they? For yeah. in the second half, and you know that goal, that penalty came at just the right time, just to ease the pressure and and see out the result. I think we just need some improvements up front, really, in the in the window. Can do that; it might make a big difference. Yeah, it's the thing is that if he's got to, he's got to build on them last two performances now, because at the end of the day, def- defensively we were decent and. If they play like that most weeks, there's no doubt in my mind that we'll stay up. Well, I thought they were strong in midfield. I thought that's where there's big aspen been the last two matches. Yeah. They're strong with in midfield. Etebo and Dai and Klukas. I think Klukas doesn't get enough credit. You know, when you see people talking about man of the match, this and the other, I thought, I thought Klukas played well apart from second half. Well, we said that most weeks, haven't we, about Klukas? Um, I honestly think, I know a couple of weeks ago about the left-back position, but at the moment, the team picks itself for me. Yeah, no. I wouldn't change anything now at all. No, it's, I know, obviously, when Ryan's fit, then obviously you'd imagine Ryan to come back here, wouldn't you? I don't know the way Bat and Vickers are playing. They're looking mm. very good together at the moment. See, I like Vickers, I do. The, my only weak point yesterday, really, is I still, I still aren't 100% keen on him as, as Edwards. I think he's he's young, isn't he? Yeah, he's got, he's got to learn his game. I mean, he's only 19, so he's only 20, 21, isn't he? He's a young lad. I just think he's better than... Tommy Smith, really. Another waste of money though, Tom. Tommy yeah. But the thing is, you look at that forward line now, both of them scored this this weekend. Combined cost of one million compared to how much we've wasted on In the, past, the yeah. people on the bench. Yeah. People who are out on loan now. People who sat in the reserves injured. Yeah, the trouble is though, mate, we've me and you sometimes have sat there and slated saying, What have we bought him, him, him? You can't say the big clubs don't do it. They sign play. He's the next Ronaldo, and turns out to be absolute dire. You yeah, see it all the time, don't you? Nanny. Yanazai. Uh, 
Aquilani at Liverpool. <laughs> he was going. Uh, uh, but he was dying. Yeah, what's his name as well? Markovic. Liverpool. Laser Markovic. Even all wanted seven. They terminated his loan. He's not good enough, this lad. <laughs> <laughs> Another player that steals a loan. You know Marnie Ass. He's supposed to be a striker. And he had to say that he was uh, the next Balotelli or something. No, it's not a good thing. He was AC Milan. What's it? <laughs> Where he was at. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it happens, doesn't it? I mean, uh, the only the only bad thing about Tommy Smith is, is the actual transfer fee as well. I mean, four million's a lot, really, for... For not in the modern day's market. It's, mm. it's literally now, nowadays. Really. Yeah, but for him... No, that's what I mean. For, for, that's what I mean when you when you talk about fees now. We could say a decent right, a, 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 just a decent right back's about twelve million 12 now. Million, yeah, it's it's a lot of money. That's what I mean. Have the coach got it in him anymore to be to be modern owners? Have they got the brass? Well, the thing is, teams teams. I mean, you've only got to look at some of the teams in the Premier League, the lower end. What money they're spending sometimes is is it's on a different planet. That's what I mean and it doesn't always work. You bring these players in for big money and you think, Stoke never really did that. We had the odd one, like you say, in Buller and Venner and stuff. But you see some like the Watfords and stuff, like, yeah, we'll have him from uh, somewhere in the Championship for 20 million. We'll have him from the middle of Bulgaria or somewhere. <laughs> and you're thinking, you spent about 100 million on nobody. Well, they they signed that Raul Jimenez, aren't they? And they bought that Cultrone. He yeah. was supposed to be the next superstar of Italy as well, and yeah. God, oh no. no! How much? Forty million? Oh God! <laughs> oh God! What for one player? Oh no, no! Back out to that. Yeah. Oh dear, Pete. He always had a he said, "Go get his hands up, Kenny." Sandra, put the tea on. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Some of the figures are scary. It's modern football, I mean, isn't it? They've only got to have like one decent season, and all of a sudden they're the best player in the world. I mean, to me, Harry Maguire's was a stupid sack. I mean, was it 75 million? 80 million, wasn't it? Is he 28? 27, 28, yeah, he's getting And his contract's been worth notes. Yeah, that's what I mean, yeah. But that's how it is now for a good play. You're talking stupid money. That's how it goes. Yeah. I can't I mean, Ronaldo's 108, not 80 million. He's 32. <laughs> Trouble is, though, he'd pay that off and how much merchandise yeah, he'd, he'd is that. He'd pay top in two seasons. Can you imagine how many Italian, fo- Italian fan will buy his top with his name on the back? Mm, for me, Probably yeah. paid it off in about half an hour. Because <laughs> <laughs> they did with Pogba United, so they definitely will with Ronaldo, wouldn't they? Oh, yeah, they make the money back, yeah. Half of China loves all the clubs, don't they? They'd have bought Ronaldo tops. Yeah, but they've got super, they've got Mark Wood out of pitch there now, aren't they? Superstar. <laughs> they all are to leave on top of it. Yeah, so uh, that's that's basically the game covered. I think we played well. It's a good result. We need push on now. Yeah, Sheffield Wednesday midweek. Um, that's going to be a tough game. But the thing is, you take a draw there, wouldn't you? It's it's tough to say. You've got to understand the ups and downs of the championship. I think now we're game for the Premier League. We need to win there. We need to get those oh, playoff places. That's a rocket up your confidence. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I just want to have some hope now. I mean, if they can win three on the bounce, maybe six on the bounce, fifteen on the bounce. You never, you never know, do you? But well, just stay up, just stay up. I can't, can't face going down again. Well, um, I, don't, I don't think we'll go down now. But I didn't think that at the start of the season anyway. I was always a bit, you never know, like. But I can't. We're not going to go down. We're too. We've got, got enough quality in that midfield to go down. Just got to be careful, Nathan <laughs> Jones going and sit, shouting at the fans like Chris Cammy. 
Chris Kamara. Well, he's, he's, he's a championship Jürgen Klopp, isn't he? That's what he is. Well, you'd give uh, Oaken a good slap, didn't <laughs> you? Everybody felt that when he went to. Oh, I know, he already would have felt that, huh? I wonder if he'll swap it round for Wednesday at the weekend. He's going to have to change it slightly, isn't he? He will, he'll have to. He'll have to do summits because at the end of the day, you've got three games in a week. Mm. It wouldn't surprise me if maybe Gregory didn't play and Vokes came in or... He's got... The thing is, we, we, we scrutinised him about that last year, about both managers, about maybe not having the odd change even there for rest people. And then come Saturday, they're absolutely shattered. Which would you bring in though? That's the problem. It's. Well, I mean, you could probably. I mean, you can't drop Gregory at the moment because he's. He, he seems to be the linchpin up front. I mean, you could probably drop Campbell, but can you now? I don't bother. Not his age. He could play three in a week. It's it's people like Allen and stuff. That, running around everywhere. Yeah, that you could drop for a game. I won't. Tyrese has just scored his first goal in the league. Yeah, they got don't to, drop him. Yeah, got, he needs do to, not he drop him. Another game because he gets another goal. You never know. Yeah, he could, he could end up firing fifteen and for the season. Next Mark Sheeran. Yeah, Mark Sheeran. Where's that award? Oh yeah, make him plays up now. <laughs> Mark Sheeran. Like Sheeran. <laughs> Come on, same, 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 same Is that like a cross between Sharon and Sheeran? God, he would have scored some goals, wouldn't he? Yeah, but it was called Sheeran, wasn't he? Or Sharon, he's one of the two. I think it was spelt Sharon, wasn't it? Sheeran? It had an extra E in, wasn't it? <laughs> With A. <laughs> With Sheeran. So we've got to keep the same forwards in anyway. Yeah, I, I wouldn't change Tari's without a doubt. I mean, the thing is, like we said before, we don't want it to start being like, oh well, it's Tuesday and he's made six changes or something. It's a totally different squad. Yeah. Just sort of slightly twink, tweak it here and there, like Alan maybe. I, I don't know. I'd probably say stick with the same squad just just another week, see how we go on. Who have we got next Saturday? I'm not sure about looking. Um, I know we've got that midweek match. Um, oh, it's Millwall this Saturday. Millwall away. Yeah, it's... Well, <laughs> Gregory will not play in that one, won't he? That's what I mean, and then after that it's a Monday, Monday night kickoff. so... Yeah, it's, uh, like I say, it's a, it's a bit of a catch-22, isn't it? Because you don't want to change a winning team, but when you're playing the amount of games you're playing the Championship, it's tough, isn't it? Yeah. And the problem is, he's probably looking at the bench going, oh, I don't want Cousins, come on. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants Jordan Cousins anywhere near the first team, let's be honest. Jordan Cousins has been one of the biggest wasted times we've ever known. Yeah, I think we could make an old podcast on uh, wasting money. We, oh, God, yeah. <laughs> so love wasting money to go without any question. Well, I've done the worst team in the last two years. <laughs> <laughs> easy. Easy. No, I don't think it would. I think it'd be easy, that one, to be honest. Trouble is, you get people messaging us saying, the current squad. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody in now. <laughs> so, right, so predictions. What do we think on... Chef Wednesday. Wednesday. I fancy a draw. I think we'll beat Chef Wednesday 1 0. Tyrese Campbell again. And then I think against Millwall, we'll scrape a 3 0 win. God, your confidence has gone scarred. I, I, think we, I think we're playing well now. I think that's it now. I think the. Tyrese turned. I think the Tyrese turned now. I think Nathan Jones ball me on his back now. I did wonder why you got that giant England flag outside the window. I wouldn't have an England one. I'm, I'm Italian, aren't I? <laughs> I thought you <it> were Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so this week we've had some interesting news. Um, Peter Crouch has released his latest boot and he's had a lot to say about two certain players. And who were they? 
Eric Peters and Zayden Shakiri. See, I haven't read this yet, so you you're gonna to have to relay this to me. Well, I'll read the little bit out of what he basically said. Eric Peters st- stuck his car in Peter Coates' designated spot at the Bet365 Stadium. That certain malaise set in at Stoke. It wasn't the only reason we got relegated from the Premier League in 2018. It told its own story, same tale. Shakiri could be brilliant. He'd set off, dribble past two men, end up on the left wing and stay and stay on the left wing. Then we would totally be out of shape and it would take Shakiri an age to reanimate. We would eventually lump it in the corner clear, it would be a touchline, as of the right winger, for 85 minutes each, each weekend, he would make everyone else's job slightly harder. Resentment grew in the squad, resentment grew with the management, neither system nor, nor player could match. I think he's got a good point there. Well, the thing is, he's, he, it, it's, it's, sort of, it's pretty obvious that Liverpool isn't it now with him because um, Jürgen Klopp plays his way. He never changes the way he plays. They play the same way every week, even if they lose, it doesn't make any difference. And Shakiri's come in. He's had a good. He played a couple of games for him, and then he's he's nowhere near. I didn't think he was on the bench today. I've just I've just so, uh, like I noticed watching like all these people say he's like one of the greatest players about Stoke this that and the other. I think it's people who didn't go often. It might have been lucky and saw something. Saw the goals on match of the day. Or something. Like the season we went down, I think he did score eight goals, seven or eight goals, and he got some like eight assists. But for somebody who's supposed to be top class, that's not very good. He should be smacking past ten. He should be getting ten assists if he's if he's as good as everyone said he is. Mm. And we wouldn't have gone down. Thing is, it I think Hughes made him look quite good before he left when Arnie was still there. Because before there was them two running riot, weren't they going forward? When Arnie left, it was it, it's. It, I think the burden was all aimed at him a bit. It was like, oh well, Shakiri's our best player. He's got to perform every week. And the reality was, we were short in midfield. We were short up front. Well, it's the same with Eddie Peters. Once he had been yeah. first two seasons of Eddie Peters, he was brilliant at left back. No question, because he's, he's always been a very good defender. But as soon as Arnie left, and he didn't have that person to pass to, he quickly, he, you, he, Peters quickly got found out as a left yeah. back. Especially in the Premier League. Yeah, yeah. It's he seemed to have lost his mojo when Arnie left as well. Yeah. He seemed so. I don't know. Whenever you see him on the pitch, he was so confident, and then as soon as Arnie left, it just it seems to drain out of him. He was a different player for me. He was, yeah. he, he's like a different player. Well, that's when a club that knows what he's doing after four seasons of watching Peters on his own would have gone right, Sally. Yeah. Let's get somebody else in. Let's yeah. let's modernise it, but they don't. Because they're too busy trying to do little bits at a time and crumble. Trouble is, though, in reality, we'd needed a striker for two, three years for me. Yeah, we never, we never spent any true money, though, have we? So. Well, we bought Crouching, didn't we, years ago, and then that was really it. Well, he, he mentioned that in his book that, you know, he came in for £10 million and, and then, you know, Osselu came in, he, he knocked him off. John Guidetti came in, he knocked him out of the way. Um, Peter Oden Wingy came in, he knocked him out of the way. They kept bringing in players to try and replace him as the goal man, but they never did because none of them were the the none of them were the same money as him. Well, the trouble is, John Gadetti was low, wasn't he? Yeah. And yeah. then Odden Wingy's was getting on as well. 35, I think, when he comes to. Yeah, so they, were, they weren't a natural replacement. You needed to bring a kid in who you could mould, who wouldn't mind sitting on the bench, who wouldn't mind playing calling cup games. We brought Hosselu in. Who obviously had come and been first team where he was before, 
No. Aren't he? No. Well, I mean, if you looked at Osloo's record before he came to Stoke, pretty much after, really, he'd never scored over 10 goals in his career. I mean, why someone looked at him? Well, he's cheap. He's £5 million. Yeah, but well, anyone's cheap. You can get the Melbourne, come and put some boots on. But <laughs> really, what he's worth. Do you know what you know, he, he, he said, if you give it, pay for his taxi, he'll play. Think you know? <laughs> All right, get him in. I mean, come on. I mean, someone's got to have some business sense here. Yeah. Well, he had scored yeah, no goals, but bring him in. Tony Skulls for his finance first, didn't it? We know this yeah. anyway. It's always been about finance first. That's why Hostler came in the first place. Even well, though maybe what we should have done when we went down is we should have just got like a poll together, got loads of lads from all across Stoke and said, right, get your boots out of the cupboard. We'll all line up across the car park at the front door. <laughs> Whoever's cheaply scooter in. <laughs> put a sticker on, striker, left winger. Uh, I'll, I'll play for 10 pence. <laughs> yeah, you're in. <laughs> get me one of them monkey pies and I'm up front for you. <laughs> Cheapest best, there we go. I don't, I, I don't know. I, I mean, at the end of the day, you see these pundits. There was one on the other day on the um, the ver- is it called the verdict on Sky? What's it called? Oh, the debate. Debate. And he said, and he says, uh, well, all the fans have got an opinion, but they've never played and they've never coached. Yeah, but anyone can see that Jocelyn's not worth buying a car. Anybody with no eyes can see that Jocelyn's <laughs> yeah, not worth buying a car. Never watched enough. football before, sir. <laughs> yeah, no, not, not a clue. He's just not good enough. What do you think of this? Him, but no, he's, he's awful, mate. <laughs> I made him on radio. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I just, I don't know. But like I say, I, I've always been a great believer in youth. I have. I know a lot of people go, well, you need that spirit. Yeah, it's, like it's, it's getting the, it's getting the right, right youth, youth. That's yeah. the, the hardest part. So, I mean, we tried to do Juan Agadello, didn't we, and quite a few others who were ended up being hopeless. I mean, to be fair, there's been quite a few youngsters that have left Stoke to go on to have decent careers, like Adam Rooney was okay, Lewis Maltz on fine out at Preston. Yeah. You know, these players that came through our academy were given away pretty much. Martin Patterson went on do well after Stoke, you know, played school and goals for Scunthorpe and had a decent career-ish. Yeah. Um, you know, I do genuinely think though sometimes when you're a club like Stoke we should use that loan market a lot better than we do well I mean the, the best things I've ever seen the best signing I've seen Stoke on a loan deal was Ryan Shawcross that was the best deal we've ever done on the loans we loaned him in had him for half a season saw how good he was Sorry. United weren't really that keen on keeping him so we signed him we did yeah. a deal with Ben Foster the kit to get him from 5 million down to 1 yeah, and it, it worked out well, really. Yeah, it worked out a good bit of business. That was a great it? bit of business. Probably the best centre back we've seen in Stoke. But you know, we we haven't worked any way through that. And Crouch is pretty much telling us that in his book that the club just didn't really have a clue how to replace people. Couldn't replace him. Couldn't replace Wheel. Couldn't replace yeah. Zonzi. Couldn't even replace Jermaine Pennant to an, to an extent. They just didn't. They like Pulis was bringing these players in, but then the new scouting network couldn't do what Pulis was doing. Yeah. where he was going get this lad in get that lad in I'll, I'll sort him out I'll turn him into something and as soon as Mark Hughes' team started to crumble away and, and we're getting too old to continue playing the top flight his signs were coming in and he's still having to use them players yeah. because those weren't good enough to replace them yeah. so Crouch, Crouch knew it as well as everyone that's what he's hinting at there when he said all these new players were coming in but he was still the first choice because those players we were signing were Hopeless, yeah, they not basically, which weren't good enough for the level we were at because they were cheap. And Tony Skull says they were Mark Hughes's signing, just passing the boot there. Then, and I've always been a great believer. And if you're going to bring someone and replace someone, replace them before you replace them with the kids. 
Yeah. You bring him in two years before. Yeah, you bring a player in. Like Jack Butland with, with Begovic. They knew Begovic was going to move on eventually. Yeah. So they brought Jack Butland in two, three seasons before, before. the time. Sorensen as well. Yeah. He'd been at the club already. There's no pressure when he walks in the door because he's already been there. Yeah. Too many of our players, they come in and go, well, he's the next such and such. And then instantly he's got to be brilliant. And he's not got the time to be brilliant yet. You yeah. need to nature these players. And, and the thing is, too many bad stories are coming out of Stoke from from other players. Glenn Johnson. Yeah, but I think, I think it's got to come out now. I think the problem is it's just they're not saying anything about who's bringing these players in. That's the thing that's annoying me a bit. They're just sort of like going, oh, we shouldn't have bought him, but I'm not going to tell you who got him in. Well, the, so only, we the, only, great, well, the only great thing about the current squad is there's not many of them left out of that. Like who are playing at the moment, Indy, Shawcross on the engine, obviously, but yeah, I don't think Shawcross really has been there that long. But the majority of players yesterday who played, I said, oh, well, aren't you? And, but even them, I don't know, there's a lot of their old guard and a lot of the players who went down with us, a lot of them aren't playing for us. Do you know what I mean? They need players on that pitch, so they couldn't care less about what went on before. Yeah. So it's a new start, and that's the way I wanted it. The problem is, when we come down at the Prem, it was a big hangover. A lot of players were there on big money and they were like, oh, we'll come straight back up and it didn't work like that. Well, I mean, the biggest problem we had when we came down is we didn't actually have an absolute fire sale like Swansea did, like yeah. West Brom did. They sold anybody, ego, yeah. anybody with anything and if you couldn't sell them, loan them out. Yeah. But so Swansea have got theirs back, like Stoke have them and die. Like, I use back at Swansea now. Hey, yeah. he part, went part, was he going to Palace? No, not Jordan, the other one. He's yeah. older brother. He's now on fire there. But Baston, that Borja Baston, is on fire for Swansea now, scoring yeah. goals. He was out, he, he he only did half a season at Swansea, then was out on loan for two seasons, two and a half seasons. He's come back. And he's come back in this level and he's he's on fire. So he can work sometimes. Wait for us, we've die, he's come back and become a rock for this midfield. I want, uh, we'd be, we'd be. I think we'd be cut adrift even. Oh, we to be honest, we want for him dying out of I think we would go down. Yeah, I'll be honest. I think we would yeah. go down. If them two got injured at the same time, we'd be screwed. Oh God, if they got to create <laughs> injuries. Right, see in League One. Yeah, <laughs> Blackpool away it is. Crew, <laughs> <laughs> crew away. Right. So on that positive note, we'll go into another one of the poll. I'll get it out there. Poll. <laughs> For man of the match, I put in Danny Batts, Tyrese Campbell, Badu and Dai in Cameron Carter Vickers. But I got an absolute, I got an absolute bollocking again for not putting Lee Gregory in. And I, I, to be honest, I didn't think Lee Gregory was the top of the pick. I thought it was easy, Cameron Vickers. I did. But this one, 51% have gone and die, 16% have gone and Carter Vickers, 5% Tyrese Campbell, and 28% Danny Batts. He's getting a bit of a cult figure, isn't he? And die. Yeah, everyone. He's the same on the Facebook one. I think he, he, he went, he, he come to the crowd, didn't he, as well? Second yeah, half. Yeah, it was club on, let's get oh, going. I think he's, yeah, he's, 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 he's becoming the new Ian Cranston, isn't he? <laughs> 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 I, I do like him, I do. I, to be honest, mate, there was nobody yesterday who jumped out at me as man of the match. I know this sounds stupid. I think collectively it was a good team performance. I do. Everybody chipped in. I don't think anyone was overly poor. I think the only problem I have with it a little bit with Edwards is sometimes he finds himself, I always think you're too far forward. You're too deep. It's like, I don't know, sometimes it's like a, if it was his manager would be going, why are you so far forward? <laughs> I've not got the ball, get back a bit. <laughs> or then sometimes we're like, we've had the ball for the last five minutes. 
and you were like still on the bloody white ladder. He just, he just wants he, that moment. He just wants like throw a stick at him and go get forward. Come <laughs> back. He's asked me only. He, he is a bit. He's, he's still learning into what lad. He's still learning, so, but I mean, we go on go on now onto the fa- the Facebook man of the match, and uh, that was Lee Gregory. Very massive. <laughs> so I should have put Lee Gregory instead of Tyrus Campbell, shouldn't yeah, yeah. But Maybe Campbell come second. Carl Vickers, who I thought was easy man of the match, easy man of the match for me, like a rock at the back. No, nobody got round. I do think he's great. I think he's such a good player. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, that's what people have chosen. So we'll go straight into the questions now. And uh, Vibers in with one. Yeah. And he says, uh, "Please don't be bit good." He isn't bit good this time. He, uh, he says, "Are we going up now?" No. They are then. <laughs> I, think, I think we are. I think, really? I think we're scraping the playoffs, aren't you now? Don't get me wrong, guys. I'll probably get some hammering tomorrow at work because I turned around and said that Swansea was papering over the cracks. <laughs> We've got to run out with it. But I'll, at the end of the day, I, I don't see all of a sudden it'd be like, well, Stoke uh, didn't win the first game till uh, October, but then they didn't lose for the next <laughs> 19 games. So it's a good thing. It wasn't read in a fairy tale, was it? I mean, it's not the book I read, Little at Night. Once upon a time, down the bread. <laughs> it was so close there, first ten games. And after that, a stroke of genius, we put Bruno at left back. 19 games unbeaten, we were great. Greatest <laughs> one in his history. <laughs> Won 16 in a row. Is that a pig that's just gone past the window? <laughs> I think you're too negative, are they? I think we've got a chance of automatic no, as well. Realistic. I think we've got a chance of automatic if we're going to go automatic. <laughs> wow, what is it that protein shake? <laughs> I told you, it's about positive. Like I'll never give up hope till it's completely impossible. If it was, if it was impossible, then I wouldn't go. But now we, we've won two on the bounce. It's the fruit. The fruit's there now. We're playing very well. Right. Scouts here, aren't you? It's all year. It's all year, mate. It's all year. Offside, that, mate. <laughs> no, I think we're playing well. I've got, got to put it together. I mean, we've got another question here from Dave Eggett. And he says, Lee Gregory has been the best free sign in our history. What's he on you? Have you is he having protein sheets on you? What? <laughs> <laughs> He's not that good. <laughs> What I've never seen is 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 the greatest free transfer. The greatest we've had. free transfer. That's what I, mean. I can't think. Of, apart from Tommy Sorensen, maybe I can't think of anyone else who's been as good as him recently. Not of late, no. Yeah, so he's probably right. Then isn't he? he's probably has got something good in his protein shake called protein. <laughs> Trouble is, you'd have to look into that, wouldn't you? There'd be, there'd be one somewhere. There'd be one somewhere where you go, yeah, he was a great sign, you know, free. I think I, there's probably a couple that you'd have to look into, but yeah. I mean, Jerry Taggart was all right for free once, you mean? Um, I, can't think, I can't think, though. I'd have to look back. And you'd think there'd be a lot of old stingy coats here. I know, yeah. <laughs> Tom Sorensen was probably the best I remember. So we got him for free, didn't we, from Villa? I don't know if it's a good, it's a good question. And it's just, yeah, I'd say, for a while, yeah, he has been the best yeah. free transfers. He's really improved our forward line. He's been exactly what we kind of needed, really. He needs to score more goals, but he's scored two now. You never know. He, he might hit a bit of form now, Gregory. Got a question here. Chapman Mountain, wasn't he free? No, he was no legend at all. No. <laughs> he, he performed in one game against Man United, and that was it. And Arsenal didn't play well once. Yeah. Yeah, but that's that's as far as it goes, really. No, no legend for me, yeah. Uh, Adam Davies. <coughs> Jury's out. He hasn't played a game yet. <laughs> Nick Powell. <laughs> so he's injured. <laughs> Nick Powell, what a legend he is. 
<laughs> All three transfers, Jordan Cousins. Louis Stoke City FC 14 has asked, was Nathan Jones' celebration at the end going too far? Yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit calm. No, it is. isn't. It was bloody magical. That passion, like, come on! <laughs> Les Hogan's out for it Tuesday's game. Yeah, he's well, he's, he's, got, he's, he's a bit dazed, but he'll be right, he'll be right. <laughs> We've got plenty to go on the bench. Anyway, we've probably got another 18 million pound striker sitting on the bench. <laughs> uh, I, I think it was good I thought it was getting a bit of passion a bit, a bit of going we've been asking for it for years yeah. since we had Mark Hughes who was like a like a drowned rat trying to, trying to tell a story he I was mean, a bit more than once <laughs> he was Mr Woody wasn't he you know? and then you had Paul Lambert who let's be honest had his little jump in the air but couldn't manage his way out of a cardboard box so we, you know I think I think we've got a, the future man here I'll tell you what mate, I'm just having a quick nose through about free transfers over the last few years. It's not pretty reading. So it means it's Alex Grant. Who? Alex Grant. Who's Alex Grant? I've no idea. Perth Glory. Who? He left us oh, he left us on a free transfer. Arrivals free transfers. Fifteen sixteen. Shay Gavin, free transfer. Oh great, Shay Gavin. Glenn Johnson. No, he, was, he, was, he was alright, yeah. Affleck. He stayed fit. Sometimes he played yeah, alright, didn't he? He, was, he was, wasn't fit, that was his problem, though, wasn't he? Yeah, it? like you say, there's one or two. Steve Sidwell. Doof. Doof, no. Bardsley. He hated him, he's so defensive. Such a good boy. Such a good boy. Shut no, up. He's getting famous, what are you talking about? Well, <laughs> I'll be off at that point. <laughs> big, big Phil Bardsley special, isn't he? I'll be off there at that point. <laughs> Stephen Ireland. No. Uh, Austin Wenger was free. Yeah, that was a swap one too for Ken Wine. He's still free. He swapped him for Ken Wine. Tom King. <laughs> I tell you what. what you I tell you what. <laughs> that'll trump that. Money easy. Oh, yeah, he got me. He was the largest third one. Yeah, we won the Lee Gregory. He scored one goal <laughs> all season. <laughs> he has. He scored that. Did anyone take the penalty? No, he scored twice. Why was he scored twice? He scored that brilliant finish, didn't he? That volley strike against, was it Forest or Bristol City? Forest. Was it? Um, yeah. That was really magical volley. Like Jimmy Greenoff was back. <laughs> right, so Reese Cassidy's asked another question. Oh, the, was that a great performance from the fans this week? Yeah, because I didn't see any negativity really. Like normally, you, you saw uh, every ball, if it's a misplaced pass, didn't see any of that this week. Did see anyone kicking off? No, or? it was a good atmosphere. Yeah. We really got behind them as well and after the second half, really loud and I think <coughs> I think a big of impact on the away end is when the fans aren't close. Because they actually focus on the game. When the fans are when there's loads in the away end yeah. and they're dead close to us, they're focused on them yeah. rather than the match. Oh, the Cone Island Brigade. The yeah. Cowan Islanders are looking over there all the yeah. time. It was like it's it's outside. It was, it was like the four of us in front. The four of them in front of us. We were quiet. I, I kept looking at them. We weren't looking at the game for at least seventy yeah. minutes of the game. Well, that's just looking left game like that. Come on then, come on. I'm like, just get out of my way. Yeah. But they probably did watch the first game they've seen in two seasons. This, this yeah, yeah. To be honest, because this time normally they just look looking at the yeah. away end. Go, come on then, like me. Where's he going? He's yeah. not going anywhere. He's he? not going to run across here, is he? He's, he's, he's not going to go past Crack Alley to come to come into the away end. Do you want to date? Yeah, I'll we'll meet you at the car related. <laughs> I'll give you a good idea. <laughs> no, not that way. 
Carlo Nash was a free transfer. Yeah, wasn't but he didn't play much, did he? Carlo Nash. When he was on loan, he played. Yeah, it's. Uh, I don't understand why some fans go to the game to just do that all the way through. I don't. I don't get it. I don't. You could save the money on the season ticket and just stand by the away end gate till the end. <laughs> come on, come on, stand by the gate. I mean, it's like I look at them, just like, just like cops to look. As soon as anything happens, they look at the away end. Yeah. Like, just in case any of them look looking over. I, 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 I do like when there's like a big fat ginger, and you're thinking, come on, hey, look at him trying to start with me. I'll, <laughs> you, I'll eat you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the what's it's more entertaining, the stewards by us. Oh, I know. Uh, as soon as somebody shouts loud, they're all panicking, running up and down. Oh God, someone's shouting! Get one of them's absolutely bomb, isn't she? Oh God, she's mental. <laughs> she's, she's got, she's got. You can count her teeth with one hand. Yeah. Uh, she's a bit overweight. Very angry. <laughs> bit odd. Very angry. Not she's, here, she's what, what I loved is the fact that obviously Fulham didn't bring many fans with them, and their nearest fan was probably. 30, 40 seats away from Oh us. god, yeah, just panicking like. And, and like, someone stood up and it was like, quick, get the police up here. Calm <laughs> 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 yourself down. <laughs> Nothing's happening. <laughs> just sat there. Someone's up the can. There's Ooh. more chance of one of you two starting fighting <laughs> than us starting fighting. One of us will get a cardiac arrest running to us anyway. not far away anyway. I mean, that was a poor showing for them. Poor showing. Oh, we've got another question here from Vipey. Is this Andy's man? He said, I've won it on Instagram. He's saying, he's saying, I've been Tenerife. There's no Delilah's bar. What, Tenerife? Yes. Yeah, yeah I, th- I thought there was. What happened yeah. to it? Well, you know what it's like over there, dodgy taxis and stuff. Well, he, he, he was surprised he left the hotel, to be honest. Apparently, he had a, a settee in his room. A settee? Yeah, apparently, he had a settee in his room. What's that about? Oh, he loves a settee. <laughs> like when he's at home, he sits and that's it now till. He goes in on Monday. He probably does it on holiday, but saying that he's got himself a nice little town. I found uh, another good free transfer. Who was that one? Salif Jiao. Was he free? I thought we paid free. for him. We had him alone, didn't we, at first? Free. Vincent Paricard. Oh god, brilliant. Dominic Matthew. Oh, he was quite good actually. Yeah. Matthew, yeah. He's not done his research this last Yeah, well, I'd say Lee Gregory's <laughs> better so far, better than them, because he plays every week. Joe, Joe's a ledge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Joe is, yeah, I'll give him solid Joe. But, but, but Peter like Copter. But Peter Copter. <laughs> <laughs> 12 appearances and 4 seasons. So what a legend. So, oh, Stevie, yeah, was he throwing free to the Gillingham once? Yeah. Yeah, forgot about I'll tell you a bad one. Bruce Dyer. <laughs> Bruce Dye, Michael Ricketts was free as well, wasn't he? Was Han, loan. Hans Sigurdsson. Mm. There was quite a few loans that year, 05, 06. Yeah, there was, yeah. Paul that's, Gargan, that's, that's thinking, that was, that was, what's his name, wasn't it? Um, Bosch, Bosch Camp, but actually football. <laughs> it was some good deals though. Carl Hopkins was only 450 grand. Oh, I know, yeah. And we sold him for 1.9. Sammy B. Sammy Bangor. 1.8 million. 1.8? Still haven't found him. He's at his Pallion Delilah's in Tenerife for that If I could go have a look. Yeah, he's probably called Evan and Elda or something. <laughs> he's probably he's probably a Scottish baller in Dave Brown. Dave Brown, he was crapping on. Simmonson was free as well. Oh Simmer was a good one. Anthony Pewis. 
Who? Who's it? Here's a golden. Dupes. Free. free. Leeds, yeah. Bloody half what we paid for him. Yeah. Was it half a mil or something? No, free. That's a good one. Yeah, that'll be. That's a golden. That'll be Gregory. Yeah. Just keep finding him. Miss Skill Fletcher's got a question for you. Bacon on your own cake <laughs> or chicken? <laughs> It's I'm not personal. I didn't even have chicken. I don't think we can have chicken on a note. I don't think there's any rules, mate, about what you can have. Yeah, you don't get to have a chicken, are you? I saw someone put jam on one the other week. Oh, that's just <laughs> sacrilege, that. Get him killed. Bob Marley. <laughs> get him killed. Jam. Jam on one. Chicken, though. Chicken on Someone's one. Someone's a bit lazy at kicking the tea, aren't they? Yeah, just, just, just in case. Bit of edge. Bit of chicken, yeah, yeah. I'll put a little bit of Jobs are good. I can buy it a free transfer. Yeah, there's, there's a few out if you look, there's a few of them. Gift and Noel Williams. Yeah, there's quite a few of the free well, chaps. I'll, I'll put my phone down. Next will give you two hours. Remember him and down to one. I've got a question actually, haven't I? Yeah, you've got a question. I've got a question, let's have a look. Um, Come on, it's not like we're not live, is it? No, 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 <laughs> it's just more relaxed nowadays. Um, right, where are we? Has anyone noticed since we dropped Butland, brought back Federici, the team seemed more confident? His distribution is a big plus, he commands the defence, the players like to pass to him, knowing his kicks normally go where he wants them to get. It's like a question, but he sort of answered it for us. But, but, yeah, yeah, I mean, he, 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 I think we have improved, because I think Jax will admit himself that he thought he was going this summer, and I think, yeah. his, head, I think his head's been massively turned, and he's, I think offers have come in, but Stoke have turned them down, and I think he's, he, I think he's miffed, he wants to go, and... If you want to go, go then. I think Davis is probably meffed and all, you know. Well, I think he is, because I think he came in thinking that I'm going to be the next number one, next number one for Stoke. And, you know, it's, I, don't, I don't really what's happened to Davis, because he hasn't been given a chance at all, really. I mean, Federici has been just whacked in and thinking, well, why did you bring him in? He'd have brought Davis in, the person you just bought. Yeah, that's what I mean. It doesn't make much sense. And that, no. that also, that comes to the conclusion that is he getting his own players in? Because if, if if he brought Davies in as his goalkeeper, because he didn't bring Federici in, Rowett did. He's already here, yeah. So, it's, it's for me clearly saying that he didn't want Davies in the first place. The thing is, though, with Federici, is, as you well know, a lot of goalkeepers, I always think they don't hit the peak till they're about 33. And I know that sounds stupid, but they learn from the mistakes for years and years. He's a bit old. Look at Van der Sar. He was 36 when he retired. Yeah, but he was down in championship for a bit of fun. His career had nosedived. He learned from his mistakes as he got older, and then well, he, he had a cracking season. Well, he nosedived Juventus, didn't he? That's what killed yeah, his career. Yeah, but then in the end, he won the Champions League and everything. Yeah, if they cut the league, everything. Well, he won it with Ajax as well yeah. when he was young. Yeah, but obviously, keepers sometimes, I think they're a much better product when they're older. Yeah, they, 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 are, they, they have a longer spell, don't they? Because they don't have to do the running rounds that strikers no. and midfielders do. But, yeah, I mean, I, I think that Davies is the right age as well. I mean, Federici is, what, nearly 36. Mm. So you can't really put anything behind him long But as he, as he put him in, solely on experience. We're struggling, we're not winning games. Federici's played a long time at this level. And he's played in the Prem as well. Mm. You put him in... Just solely on experience. He's, he's, he's always been a number two, though, anti Federici. He had a couple of seasons at Reading, but Mahanaman was number one for most of his career. Mm. He hadn't really played a lot of football, Federici, to be honest. I mean, 
but it just that to me is a big indicator that the manager isn't getting what he wants. I mean, if, mm-hmm. if he's getting Alan Davies in, and then he picks a thirty-five-year-old who he didn't sign over him, it screams that he isn't getting the players he wants. So if he doesn't trust Davies to go and goal over Federici, then a man who's pretty much nearly done. Yeah. It says words for me, really. I mean, Jack Butland's obviously had his head turned, won't he go? He'll go in January, I think, Butland. I think it's the best thing for both parties now. If an £80 million bid comes in, let him go. Just let him go now. Well, the thing is, as someone had wrote on uh, on social media earlier that he thinks the reason the players weren't playing so well with Butland in was because he's got a bad attitude. And he's got a bit of an arrogance to him. He probably does now. He, he probably does, because you've got to remember at what point he's one of the best keepers in the league, in the well, Premier League. Looking at being England number and one, wasn't he? All of a sudden, it's just nosedive, but it's nosedive because of Stoke, really. I mean, the Mark Hughes side where he was constantly conceding goals every five minutes, but the club didn't sell him. I mean, I mean, you could have got big money for him if you sold him in the I don't think we would have done. I do. I, I, think, he, I think the problem is with Jack Butland, he, he, he always had a mistake in him. Like when Bego came in and left and we thought, oh, it's right, I've got an ideal replacement in Jack. Jack came in and did a good job, but he was never as consistent as Begovic. Begovic, for me, is the best goalkeeper I've seen at Stoke. Never made a mistake. Yeah, and he made loads at Bournemouth, didn't he? Yeah, that's what I mean. He was shocking at Bournemouth. But I think that's because he, he, he lost his place and become a number two. Concentration went. And it happens to goalkeepers sometimes. It can happen where they'll, they, they stupidly go in the peak to a, a good side but sit on the bench. Mm. And they're wasting the peak years. He wasted two years of his career sat on the bench at Chelsea. I don't know why he went there. His career suicide. I, 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 I don't know why he went there. To be no. honest, I mean, yes, but Czech had gone, and Courtois, Courtois was obviously going to be number one. See, it's strange for me because, like, we we'll probably, probably get murdered for saying this, but growing up as a kid, the best two goalkeepers in the country were Seaman and Schmeichel, weren't they at the time? Tim Flowers as well. He had a mistake, and he remember that one where it bobbled over his head. Yeah, when he <laughs> could have done anything about that. Well, he had a bit of the groundsman on that. I'm telling you, if it was a bull, he was above your Expecting it, you're not going to. He was bad as well. I'd see him walking. He walked. Yeah, he, he got better with age, didn't he? Yeah, well, he's that dodgy hairdo. <laughs> he was at Tottenham. He was that other one at Man City. He went right through the divisions with them. Can't yeah. remember what his name was now. Oh, uh, Weaver. Weaver, Nicky Weaver. He had long hair. Yeah, he was crap and all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, we we grew up with watching arguably two of the best goalkeepers when we were younger. And he had the Van der Sauls coming through and, and people like that. There was, there was a lot of good goalkeepers back then. Yeah. I mean, what's his name for as well? For me, mate, it was never, ever. When when Bergo played for Stoke, I was never, even against the big boys, I was never concerned. No, it never was. He, he was such a good keeper. I th- I, I, the amount of times he pulled us out of an hole where I was thinking, we're going to get back in the second half against these. It's like the Chelsea the game, first match of the season. I was in Newquay at the time, and Walters scored that absolute wonder goal uh, when, when, he went, when he went for our four players yeah. and he drew one all. Made Louise Be- look like a little secure girl. <laughs> yeah, Becker made about nine top class saves in yeah. that game yeah. and kept us in it. And it was two one on ones. I remember one night game against Chelsea where the second half, I think we'd be lucky if we touched the ball twice. Yeah. And he'd had 15, 16 top teams. <laughs> like, you sit there and think, he is like God. <laughs> He's an incredible goalkeeper. Yeah. I mean, I think people got short memories when they, they, do, yeah. when they picked Sorensen and that over him. I mean, Sorensen was a top keeper. 
but not on the state states of Bergo. And I think the problem is we, we all thought, oh, we've got the next England number one because Joe Hart's career was was floundering, and you think, you know, well, Jack's going to be the next England number one. So we, we all had a bit more fondness of him because he was English. Yeah. But the fact is, he's nowhere near as the talent of Begovic. No. Yeah. He he's got too many mistakes in him, and. To be honest, if, if an £80 million bid did come in and we didn't accept it, we're mad. And this is the problem a lot of times, when it's knowing when to sell and not to sell. Sometimes, yes, you can sell a player and it's like a lot less than you expect, like £18 million for Butland, but it's getting rid of him. And then you can use that money then to bolster yeah, the yeah. squad. And it, this, this is where I've always said about it, because now we'll be looking at £12 million for Butland now. Because of how, how well, you've got to cut your losses sometimes in football, haven't you? Well, this, this is the only way you can get a move, though, isn't it? This is probably intentional to get it on, so, so he can so he can move. Yeah, because because he's 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 done the hard work. He's been loyal, came yeah. down with us, and been loyal. And the club still didn't sell to the highest yeah. price, so he's probably gone. Well, if you're not gonna if you're not gonna sell me, I'll start making mistakes and sit on the bench. The thing is, though, mate, if. Didn't Villa put an offer in about 23 million? No, it's about 16 to 18 million. 18 million, all right, 18 million. So, you bought Davidson on a free, you've got Federici, who, let's face it, is doing a decent job. Yeah. Right? If you'd have sold Butland, you could have bought a decent a decent striker in for that. Oh. Couldn't you? I wouldn't say decent, really. We bought better, a bit of for 15, didn't we? Yeah, but that was that was another dodgy one, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I think I swapped into someone in China <laughs> just for the sake of getting rid of him on FIFA, that was it. Um, so it's what I mean about it, I, I don't trust our, our board with £18 million pounds to buy a striker. It's only Gale. Because they'll just go and buy Gale, won't they? Oh, not again. He's supposed to be in West Province. Oh, I don't know what's yeah. happening. Right, I mean, He's not playing at Newcastle. Well, he won't be, will he? I mean, they're crap anyway, aren't they? But it's, it, I mean, I don't know with a lot of it. I mean, you, you, you could use that money better though, mate. You could. Oh yeah. If you had eighteen million, you could have used it a lot wiser. But like you said, would you ended up with four or five Thomas Smiths? Where you go? Well, that's what I mean. All live well, I've, I've said this before that the biggest problem with us is that we just didn't go out and get four quality ones and then work off that. We we just went out and got right. Let's fix everything in this window. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Let's fix everything. Let's get two wingers, strike it, this, 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 this. <laughs> well, have we got enough money? Well, we've got around about this. Yeah. yeah, but that's for four good players. What we're going to do it with cheap. <laughs> so McLean flies in, Fafobi flies in, Etimo flies in. All these players start flying in, we all, and then the manager looks at the skulls four months later and goes, You only signed who? You only signed three decent players. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's the thing now, and, that, and then you've got to get rid of them. And then you've got to get rid of them again, so a long, long contract. Is it Bulls still not gone? He can't, he's got two years left on his deal. <laughs> At the end of this season. So I'm still getting mowing the grass or doing something. I'm not sat there doing notes. That's what I mean about this, this is what I mean about the modern game now. Years ago, players had to move because they. they You'd get things like player bonuses, which paid. It would be like, oh my god, I can get with that bonus. Yeah. So they don't want to sit on the bench. They want to go out and play because they get bonuses. But the problem is now they they're really that much that they can't they just can't sell them. Just, <laughs> just sat to go. It's like in Beulah, you've got four offers for a different club. Oh, how much are they paying? Thirty grand. Unless what you're now have more, right? Well, <laughs> I'll stay in. <laughs> 
That's the you got on loan again. <laughs> where, where, where is it, Chad? No, I've got, oh. got Sky here. <laughs> I've got Sky, I'm comfortable. <laughs> you can't blame him, really. really That's what I mean, when you, when you add it up, you can't blame the modern player for doing what they do. Right. Jack Rockwell did it, didn't he? And they called him a snake. You shouldn't have given him the bloody contract then, should you? It's simple as that. I'd be the snake in the world if someone gave me that contract. <laughs> 80 grand a week, something like that. So yeah. quite contempting with that. That's like, that's like being a, a Stoke fan and sort of Vale coming in for you again. Well, we're going to give you 80 grand a week. We'll like fucking a wops in a bit. I know, yeah. You would, it's money. Money makes the world go round. Whether you know, you are. I'm a pariogra. But yeah, no, I, I can't blame you, but at the same time, it's not good for us as, it's, as, a, as a club if we're hanging on to these sort of people. Well, we I know. still think there should be a rule that, that the FA have. Where if, if they're not willing to move, that somewhere along the line it has to be... Yeah, you can't though, can you? Because that's against personal intentions, then, isn't it? Because you've agreed a contract, you've got to stick with it, haven't you? It's like somebody coming up to you and... You know what, the government's got involved, you know, that thing you're, you're doing, that roof you're doing, it's been cancelled, you've got to have it. What? <laughs> like, Pay me up for the end of the week, I don't know. <laughs> that's what I mean. But how much, how much is the other week? It's had about 60 grand a week, 70 grand a week. So how much is that over two years? It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. 60 grand a But the, the, it's like I said before. About two, two, two odd million, not two odd million. Yeah, we say more than that. It's probably about 15 million in, in five, it's five, six, five and a half year contract. You know what I'd do? I'd pay him the contract up, money, just go for the No, but you can't, this, it's got to be close to, I mean, it's like Chief. You, you can terminate a contract where you've got paid yeah, yeah, but it's like Chief now, he's got one year left on his contract. Nobody even knows where he is. No. Just get rid of him. Yeah. Just pay him up and get rid. Yeah. That's what I mean. You can terminate the contract, but you've got to play up and fall. But this is what I mean about Duke's career, though. This is what this is what this is the good thing that happens to him. Jenny and Bewley, before he came Stoke, was on the verge of the French national side. Was was the assist vice captain for the under twenty ones or the under twenty threes, whatever it is, French national side. He was one of the best young talents, voted second or third best youngster coming out of French football at the time. He was at Marseille. Now he's stuck in the bloody bottom end of the Italian league. No sort of career, nobody will buy him. No. He's, he's, he's got all this money coming in. As soon as the end of this contract is, he'll be lucky getting 10 grand a, 10 grand a week yeah. after he's leaves Stoke. But not much. It, it wouldn't surprise me because no one's yeah. getting happy. No. The club will have him on a free transfer, but they'll go, we are, he's six grand a week. Yeah. So they'll go from having like 60 grand. It's all because he won't move. Chief, Chief, nobody knows where he is. No. No. At the end of the season, Maybe it should be like that marriage thing, you know, like when you, you want a divorce because, but you, if you you can't get one because you don't know where he is. Yeah. Well, after so many years, if you haven't seen him or heard of him, you can have it an old for for notes because it's like, well, you're not you're not sort of what's it consummating the marriage because no one knows where you are. <laughs> so, someone someone my lady knows they hadn't seen her husband for like ten years or something, and because they haven't seen each other, there's no contact. No address or nothing like that. It can be an old so they can get married again. Yeah, I don't think it's going to work. He had a play for two years, so. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know where he is. Probably hasn't played for three years with you. I mean, yeah. I, mean, I mean, I don't know why he just doesn't come back and try. I mean, Dad's become come back and become an hero here. Well, and Dad was rock bottom and Stoke fans are. Yeah, that's what I mean. I, I, was, I literally had a picture to throw out if he left of him on a snake. Now I love him now. So it's one of them where I think to myself, right. But is that one of them where, for once in football history, surely, 
that his agents turn around to him and go, listen, we ain't getting what we want abroad. You might as well come and play. Maybe he is an half-decent agent and he said, come and play. No, or, he's, or Nathan Jones has turned his head. You know, I think they all have. I, I don't think he deserves the spot at Stoke and Bueller. No, I mean, and I. Oh, and, and I's come back, and, and Jones somebody said. Somebody said something. Yeah, Jones early on said he had plans for and I. He said, he, I, I like and I, there's a good player there. Because there is, he is a good player. Yeah, he's, 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 he's good, especially in this level, he's ripping them up at the moment. Yeah. I mean, what we've got to look at is is now the women's game. We're going to find out how the women have got on this. Well, week. I know how the reserves have got on. How the reserves have got on. Uh, they've just won Nara. Na- I can never say Nara. Well, they've won- it's been a close game, let's put it that way. Anyway, it's that way. 9 0. Who did they play? It just says TNS. Oh, that's the Welsh team. Is it? Civil Network Solutions, yeah. Yeah, it's the women's team. 9 yeah. 0. Yeah. And there's some great names for you. Well. You can take the mick out of me trying to say Nara. There's <laughs> some great names for you. Well. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll pass them over to you. Norley Mezkial, Angelica Palash, Sophie Jarrett, Jordan Sloan, Tassia Bruff. There you go. Yeah, so, just like the ladies' first team. I haven't seen anything for them today. Uh, I've, I've put some bits on the on the Potters page, uh, the Potters group's chat, uh, the interviews and stuff. Yeah, but they did, they won 9-0 today. Is that like the Welsh national team? Uh, no, it's not the Welsh national side, it's their best team in, in Wales, really. Used to yeah. be, used to, I'm not sure what the, the new Saints, I think they're called now, but they were originally called Total Network Solutions. But then, of course, you couldn't be a company's team, so they changed it. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if the, the first if played. I'm not sure if the first team women have played. I haven't there. seen anything. Um, I can't find anything here. I know, I know the reserves are like, say, 1 9 0, but I can't find anything on the first team. I mean, it just looks like the reserves have got ladies chomping at the bit a little bit. I know, yeah, I've been bricking it if it was a first team Stoke lady at the moment when the green out winning nine and chances. I'm definitely going in the reserves <laughs> next. I missed two sitters, oh, that's it. Yeah, so there we go. Uh, yeah, the women have done well. I mean, I mean, nine nil, nine nil, and they're the top team in Welsh football as well. I think I'd cry. I think. Unbelievable away and all. It's not yeah. as if so. Been a great away day. Nine nil, absolutely ripping the leagues up. It's unbelievable. That was in the cup as well, wasn't it? The some Anglo something cup. Yeah, it's um, for nine nil. I mean. I bet some fans have wanted the money back at it. Like after six 0 at half time game, oh, what am I doing here? I mean, it's six 0 at half time. I know that's what I mean. Yeah, it's six 0 <laughs> Well, you know what the ladies are like. Just flying the flag for Stoke all day every week. I know. Yeah. I mean, the women are out of this world at the moment. The women. Yeah. Incredible. Chloe Jones's army. I mean, just as well, the men are doing well now, aren't we? It's, it's just an happy camp at the moment. Yeah. Get the flags out. Get the flags out. Let's all go. And speaking of flags, you need to as big as well, isn't it? You what? You need to force or whatever it is that. The uh, one in the corner. Yeah, that corner one. Well, we're going to do one big massive Potters podcast one. Yeah, we which, need one. Which is going to cover back. the entire way end. <laughs> <laughs> we'll beat you. <laughs> Just know someone can print it right this time. Oh, I know, we'll have to biddle stoke instead of biddle stoking. <laughs> right, so this week's fame and shame is we'll go to shame straight away. Uh, it's been tough this week, but we've gone with Mickey Adams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the real legendary manager got promoted all those years back. 
to be honest though, mate, when you look at his appearances and goal ratio, it's actually ace. He's actually got a good record, to be honest. He played, he's, a, he played, he's a fullback, but he played 10 games and scored three goals on loan. Which is good, but he's, a, but he's a real legend, so forget it. Well, I mean, he came in on loan. He didn't want Sam permanently because he wanted manage the, the academy as well as play. <laughs> Yeah, he wanted to be a coach, manage the youth team, and and be a right back at Stoke. <laughs> but that was a funny conversation in the book, boss. Is there any chance I can look after the kids while I play on a Saturday? <laughs> what are you trying to say? <laughs> it was, no, it was, the, it was the 80s. No, 90s. <laughs> well, Jimmy was still about that. <laughs> Jimmy was still around, man. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, he left for, he left for Fulham. The best of it is, he went Fulham as player manager. He got promoted out of Division 3 and they sacked him. Yeah, you know why they sacked him, don't you, for King Cav? What, in Division 2? Yeah, Is that what it was? Yeah, yeah I suppose it was Yeah, weird. they gave it Kevin Keegan, didn't yeah, they? the quitter. Yeah, then he went, he did the season run promoted and then become England manager, didn't he? Yeah. Then quit that, all. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> and then quit football for about 10 years and then took over Newcastle. He <laughs> came in, waved and then I quit. <laughs> You've got six games and left. Yeah. Tomorrow, yeah. Oh, I don't like it tomorrow. Oh, I quit. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> well, he was a quitter. Yeah, so like I say, we've put him in as a, as a shame because he played for Stoke, but also he's a manager for... He's gone bail twice. He had two stints, yeah, he did well. I mean, he narrowly got promoted, then got the Sheffield United job, and then had a, a, quite a long stint, a three-year stint after that, and did get him promoted. So he's um, he's a big fan favourite at Vale, which is why he's a shame. And that's the end of him. Ross. As brief as that. <laughs> he's, a, he's a shame, what do you expect? Right, so this week we've gone with a proper, proper fame. And that is Stoke-on-Trent-born Alan Dodd. Alan Dodd, like I say, grew up addicted to Stoke City Football Club. Wherever he went, all he wanted to do was play for Stoke. He joined the club after stints with... You know, schoolboy teams making a name for himself as a defender. Yeah. In April 1968, he turned professional and signed by Chief Scout Cliff Burke, who so we need someone like him now. Obviously, knows a player. Yeah. I mean, he was handed a bit of a, a golden brass ring, really, because Alan Blow got injured and he sort of got an extended run on the side as well in the early 70s. But uh, it, when what's it? When Blow got fit, Waddington didn't want to drop him. So yeah, he put, yeah, he moved him right back. He was very, very versatile. I mean, for a Stoke player, he actually played everywhere on the pitch apart from forward. He played everywhere, midfield, right wing, left wing. I guess so, mate. Back then, you couldn't just, like, nip on the internet and have a look for someone new, could you? Have <laughs> 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 you watched that, lad? Uh, yeah, I've got some videos sent over. If you want to find a player, you'd get out and look for him, didn't Oh, yeah, it wasn't as easy as that. Jump on the train or something. Well, I mean, he made his he made his real name, though, alongside Dennis Smith in the mid-70s, where he piled him into international scene, made six appearances for the England under-23 team with Dennis Smith. Yeah. Missed out, missed out on the title after major damage was caused to the Victoria ground, as we all know, during the mid-70s, which got us relegated. <coughs> he made 102 consecutive appearances. That's good going, that. It's, it's incredible, because, I mean, it's like, I think, last week, well, uh, what's his name, um, Tony Allen, last week, yeah. 142 executive He's top flight as well, so it's 30 appearances a season. Yeah. yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. And you're not, and the thing is, you're not just that, you're avoiding injury as well. Because yeah. let's face it, back then, it was all tackle. Were not great. And it was all tackle. Well, 
like kicking a cannon a cannonball. Not <laughs> <laughs> back then, they, they, they weren't afraid of going in the hard either. Well, my dad always used to say to me, if you got up on a Saturday morning and it had been raining, you knew that ball was going to hurt when it came at you. <laughs> <laughs> you knew for the fact that was going to leave a bruise. <laughs> oh dear me, <laughs> People used to get concussion off there, didn't they, didn't they back then? Yeah, did, yeah. Because it was that heavy, the ball. Yeah. Well, he stint ended at Stoke when Alan Damon came in. From, uh, I'm not sure when he came in from actually. And he decided to bring in Mike Doyle from Manchester City. It might be another uh, shame from the way it's going on here. Quite a more physical approach, which basically ended ended the end of Dodd, really. It took, uh, it took a time and he moved to Wolverhampton Wanderers. See, so, I mean, they moved on the road. Mm. It's that sort of thing, isn't it, back then? They didn't come from one point, but it was all quite close, wasn't it? Yeah. So someone from Wolverhampton's obviously caught to Stoke, watched him. Yeah. Um, yeah, he'd fit into our system. Well, to be fair, to be fair, in the three seasons at Wolves, we played 88 games with five goals. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, mate, I've been a little bit harsh on the 70s. I was making out like it was on Austin Court. We <laughs> did play it. Well, I get the, get the carriage. <laughs> <laughs> you were making it sound like uh, cars were you, were, you were something like a Dickens tale. <laughs> Gotta find a play. <laughs> Gotta find a player or two. <laughs> Sing along today. Uh, 1985, he came back to Stoke for a second stint. It was only. his balls. With his hair. Oh, twist uh, mug. <laughs> came back. Made 16 appearances, so you've got to imagine this is a lot of football. Yeah, a lot of football this bloke's playing, especially for Stoke. I mean, all together there, you're talking nearly 400, 500 appearances he's made for Stoke. It's a lot of football there. Yeah. He, he did pretty much half a season at Stoke on return and then moved to Augsburg in Sweden. That's mad. That's like the what's it indoor football on that, isn't it? <laughs> when you've played all your football in Staffordshire. And then you've just decided, like, you know, it's not even like a big club or anything, is it? Mate, what's then? I thought, yeah, Wolf Holtzberg were a big side back in the back in the early 70s. I mean, he went... He went Vale and all. Yeah, he did, yeah. He went, uh, well, I mean, it's not only that, he, when he was back at Wolves, for example, when he was at the Molyneux, he helped them to promotion in 1982. He, he won some weird thing. I mean, he won the... He had. He didn't just have a spell at Elsborg in, in Sweden as well. I mean, he went guys. Lanster on bowls as well in the Swedish leagues. He loved it there. He why would you go back? Why did you go Sweden and then decide to go Vale? Oh, well, you know, times are off. <laughs> well, I think Sweden played in summer, didn't they? Because it was so cold there. Yeah. So I think the Swedish played in, in, and then he went on loan because a lot of players used to do that. Yeah. He used to go to Scandinavia and then come back. Because it was too cold. Yeah, in, in the winter to play for the British side. Mm. So he obviously went back to Vale on loan, but obviously didn't like the place. That's the only place. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I mean, until until Vale, if you look at his record, he played a lot of football. In one season for Alsport, he played 30-odd games. Yeah. Then he went back to Britain on loan, but only had two games at Vale. Yeah. Which is unusual for his career, but then after that... After six with Vale, quite an half-decent team then, though. No. No. Like being serious. No, they weren't. No, it was just before John Rodgers took over, wasn't it? It was, they weren't brilliant. I mean, but then after that, he left Elfsborg to go and sign the guys in Sweden as well. To where yeah. he played again 37 times for them in a season. No matter what. And then went out on loan again, where he went to Cork City. And, it, and then after that, of course, his career literally 
Yeah. But he, you know, you're talking. Come you're on, talking he plays eight. Go no one, Wanderers here. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. No, you can't he started in 69, he left Lanscrona Bowls in 89. Yeah, yeah, sorted it out with Golden Old Wanderers. <laughs> yeah, it's a good 20. Is that KFC? Is that one we drive past on the way the game? It could be, yeah. It says, isn't it? Yeah. Golden Old Wanderers. What that little stand? And then Bolle Green. But we don't know the appearance record there. We went Rochester as well. Paul Ringham. But like I say to you, what a stone. What, what a stoke career this lad is and you can see he loved the club as well yeah everything about him here he's, everything he says about his playing career you know it, but this is what I mean he, at the age of 39 he retired from playing football to run a property rental company this is what I love about him I just love how the, the older players just move into like normal jobs after yeah. playing football not only that he was a strict vegan and he regularly competed in marathons across Staffordshire you also mentioned heavy metal concerts as well he, he it's great to know these little things. Well, you mentioned didn't you, earlier about like obviously fitness thing with vegans. Yeah. Like Ronaldo being a vegan and stuff like that. And <laughs> all these vegans, it's sort of tea. Obviously, like you say, having consecutive appearances for that time, yeah, is that yeah. down to what diet yeah. is on? Well, that's for real. If you look at his record from 69 to 85, you barely missed a game. Yeah. You know, it's, it's sort of turned them. What's it? That vegan food, isn't it? Yeah, that's what I mean. I bet it was all cut by you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's sweet and you have some proper grub, that's what it was. Got any meat? <laughs> I don't think you get much vegan food in the 70s down there. Well, that's what I mean, 402 appearances he made for Stoke altogether. You know, you turn it off, especially yeah. for the modern, modern... Especially a local lad as well. You know, I mean, this is the good thing about Stoke fans, which a lot of people don't get, is that We've got some truly local heroes at this club. There's a lot of a lot of players who've come from lo- local. This is what I think annoys a lot of fans at the moment is the fact that the academy really isn't doing anything, and they aren't local lads. Because I think yesterday when uh, people were singing Tyrus Gamble is one of our. I know, yeah, they don't know he's from Nottingham or Manchester or something. We buy him for about a million quid from Man yeah, City. Yeah, from Man City. Yeah, he didn't even his own. No, but that's how embarrassing that song was, wasn't it? Really, because it's like well. Oh, Stoke fans are idiots because they're singing that. No, no, I think they were singing it for a little bit of irony, really. <laughs> <laughs> well, nobody ever comes to the academy, do they? Well, it's like Andy Wilkinson, apparently. He was from um, he was from Hartlepool. Hartlepool? He was born there, yeah. There's not many, is he? Shot was shot in the last one? Yeah, Fenton, yeah. And he hated him. Yeah. His brother was better. I'd seen his brother play. His brother was better than right. Well, he's from Cheadle Hume, eh, Tari says. Cheadle Hume? Man, yeah. man, man, isn't he? Yeah, he's great in Manchester, isn't he? The Stock, Stockport. Stockport, massive. Yeah, near the Stockport, eh? I don't know why he ended up there. His dad wasn't there. Oh, yeah, what was that? Dad moved on Stockport for a bit. Yeah, doesn't make any sense, does it? It's quite a boss Cheadle Hume, though, isn't it? It's all right down there. Yeah, it's all right, yeah. but he wouldn't live. I mean, he never played in Manchester, though, did yeah, he? Yeah, but I mean, did he? he had a security firm, his dad, when he retired. He opened a security firm. So anyway, that's another pod. Thanks for listening. Tra from me. This is Tra from me. All the best.